Attention, Midwest firefighter. Attention, Midwest firefighter. We have a large wildland fire reported west of town near the Smith residence. All right, everybody, we're back on another episode of the Midwest Firefighter. Uh, we've got Greg, Kelsey, and Aaron in the studio today. Um, just kind of wanted to, to do some recap from our last uh, uh, training experience that we had. Um, what you guys think? I think it went well. It was uh, a, lot of, a lot of good uh, comments back and forth and discussion. And I don't know. What do you think, Kels? I thought it went great, but to go back to – even further back yet to actually get that phone call to be like, Hey, we had a spot open up. Can you guys fill it? Yeah. I mean, that means a lot just to be given that opportunity to, you know, not only sit here in front of a microphone and and talk to some faithful listeners, but to be able to get out and share some, some knowledge that we've obtained over the years and, and do some educational stuff and some good activities. I I think when you showed me that text, I think my jaw might've hit the floor. Like, this is a joke, right? But no, it was reality, and it was fun building the class. I hope the students had fun in it. I mean, the students is what makes the class, right? Right, um, right. I totally agree. If all they do is sit there and look at you, nod their head, shake their head, no, not at yes, it's like, okay, it's going to be a long day. Well, but pretty much from the get-go, they were, they were very active. They were attentive, asking questions. Well, and we didn't even know uh, until we got there exactly how many students we were going to have you know the the organization uh, that was hosting it um they were you know keeping us up to date with the pre-registration stuff but but we didn't know what we were actually going to end up with um and that morning when when Aaron and I got there just a little for you Kelsey and we walked in and checked in and and they said yeah you you guys got a pretty full class well what's a full class well we kept you at 25 and uh you have a waiting list that's when that's when it really set in for me that, you know, people are, are very interested in that course, um, which was Wildland Command and Tactics. And, you know, to be given that opportunity to share the knowledge that has been obtained from this group for years and years um, with those people was, was truly humbling and amazing. Yeah. I think, I think honestly, one of the, the fun parts about the whole process was getting to sit down and with you guys and make the class and, and develop all the resources, pull all of our, our knowledge together and try and um, come up with a, a class that was both educational and challenging for the students and make it relevant to everyday life. Well, and, and I, I couldn't agree more. And honestly, to think about it, it, that's the sole reason we started this podcast is a lot of individuals have a lot of knowledge. Now, let's capture it and bring them together and share it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, uh, I don't doubt any single one of us could have built a great class but we have three different points of view on things and, and we know how to work together as a team and bringing that together, I feel like we came out with a very quality product. Well, I, I know when we, when we sat down and kind of ran through it, the first test, test audience, um, 
it was it was not that we really sat down and said, "Oh, Greg, you're going to do this section, and Aaron, you do this section, and Kelsey, you do that section." It was kind of, "Oh, how do you feel about doing this one?" And we're like, "Okay, yeah, no problem." And and I think I think all of the the relevant topics that we we covered in there, it, it doesn't really matter which one of us was the quote unquote lead for that section. Um, it seemed like we we worked well together and if somebody needed to add or interject, um, we were able to do that and, and the flow went really well. As well as the input from the students. It seems like yeah. they asked some some really good questions and and we were able to bring it into the relevance of their their current situation. Well, well, and the test audience really helped us more fine-tune in which direction we really needed to head. Um, we were still pretty early in the, the building process, and we hadn't had everything done, but what we wanted to put in there, they really emphasized. Okay, like this would definitely help us. I mean, they had, they've got a wider range of, of years of service, and, um, you know, they just said, hey, why don't you add this? Well, it's it's coming. We just haven't got that far yet. We just wanted to know before we get it completely done and find out, yeah, let's start it all over, throw it in the trash and and start over. So, but I think where we got that information from them, it's like, okay, we are going in the right direction. And ultimately I think it turned out decent. I mean, I still think there's some fine tuning, tweaking we need to do here and there, but I think that's with everything. Well, I, I guess what... What was your thoughts in just kind of letting our audience know what the general overall intent of our entire class was so that they're kind of aware? Oh, well, our our intention is, um, you know, you can take all these, these leadership classes and you can take all these tactic-type classes and stuff, and they're good. There's good training out there. But what is it that we in Nebraska, rural Nebraska specifically – deal with and excuse me that's kind of what we that's kind of what we tailored it around yeah you know is the the challenges you know i I asked the question in the room how do you guys have a full roster and waiting list one guy raised his hand i said you're you're lucky yep right that is that is somebody really really proud of um you know it's it's kind of new ground for us um to be shorthanded and and as life changes and generations change, um, you know, it's just kind of led to some some different dynamics in in the firehouse. And um, but but just simple, I don't want to say dumbed down, but just simple command strategies, some tactics, and some awareness. You know, there was there was never the intention to bring a whole bunch of awareness to this. It was more kind of some just general guidance but there was a lot of awareness like we come up with a lot of watch outs and things like that it's like hey if these things start happening you know you might want to start considering getting more help um i'm on the road yep. um you know our, our sand table um we, we we need to start a GoFundMe or donations or something to get a, <laughs> a little bit better sand table but it worked yeah um and, and it just goes to show that you don't have to have the fanciest of the fancy equipment to have a good quality training and, and the class uh, that they were, they were awesome. Uh, They they played their roles very well. Um, 
you know, and, and with the incident commanders that we had in the room uh, to play that role, I thought they did an exceptional job. Um, I'm not a fan of PowerPoint. I don't know anybody that's a huge fan of PowerPoint, but sometimes you got to have some PowerPoint to kind of lead the direction of the class. Yep. And, you know, honestly, once we blew through that PowerPoint, because, you know, we made a promise that we wanted to be done by lunchtime, because if uh, if you guys have ever taken a class and, and you eat a nice, healthy lunch and, and turn around and have to go set through an hour of PowerPoint, odds are good you're probably getting close to taking a nap. I've, I've been, been in those classes and your head's bobbing back and forth. and Yeah, and, and it's not that you're not interested, you're just full. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we blew through that and we, we wanted to get done with, uh, you know, we wanted to get done with the PowerPoint and share what we wanted to share. Uh, and, you know, our rule of thumb was we don't expect anybody to be perfect. We're not. We're, we're, we're far from perfect. We're still learning. We went in with the uh, mindset that we wanted to learn from the students as well. And and they did teach us some good stuff. And the fun part, I guess, for me was laying the scenarios out, picking an incident commander, and letting them work on it for a while. Yep. And just seeing what they came up with. And almost every single one of them, and it might have been every one of them, but I know we did, was there three evolutions after lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the first two for sure made the comment, wow, this is really real. Uh, the second one says, we pre-plan around this. How did you know? And <laughs> it's like, we- well, that was just a luck of the draw. But uh, what we did is, is our IT guy, Aaron here, he can, <laughs> he can operate Google Earth really good. But we kind of picked somebody out in the group and uh, we figured out where they were from and, Aaron typed in that town, and we kind of searched around, and, hey, this looks like a nice, interesting spot. And and that was very realistic. Yeah. And one of them, I mean, all of them had fires relatively close to that location, and we had no clue. Yeah, or or they had talked about it and, and were worried that yep. they were going to end up with something in that area. Yep. Yeah, and like I said, the... The thing that amazed me was the sheer engagement yeah. from the students. For from me, the word go. For me, that's what made the class. Yeah. Whether our our side of the stuff was good material or not, to me, with them engagement that they had was that's what made the class. Yeah. It it went fast. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you guys thought, but it was, you know, when when it was time, all the students uh, uh, arrived at the classroom, they took their seats, and there wasn't a lot of chatter. It was quiet. They it, were ready to go. It yep. seemed to me like like we started and then you look at your watch and it's like, holy cow, is it it's like twenty till noon. Yeah. I'm like, where did where did the last two and a half, three hours go? It and, and, and yeah, and like you said, it wasn't lecture. It was a conversation. Yep. A discussion. A, a group discussion that uh, a lot of good came from, uh, and a lot of things that weren't even planned to be talked about came up, and students could answer other students' questions, or or they could ask us questions for advice, and and we could share it. Yep. Um, it was just really cool. It was really cool to see that engagement, and I'll I'll be honest, I'm I'm ready to go teach this again. Uh, I'm I'm ready to get going, and um, there's some potential opportunities out here. Um, that have arose for us to to possibly teach again, and 
I'd love to take this thing. It, it's a very simple setup to go teach, and, and I'd love to get it out there in front of more people. I agree. I think I think it will be fun to do version two or episode two of, of the class or whatever we want to call it. Yeah, and I'd agree with Aaron on the on the whole how fast the time went. Like me, you both know, me in front of people is not a good combination. But I'm, I mean, we're really breaking you out of your shell, getting you in front of a microphone. Yeah. And, and you know, I cracked a joke in front of the class. I was like, well, he might sound like an auctioneer up here because he was going to go through real fast, and he starts talking. It's like, um, Kelsey? I, I leaned over to Aaron at one point. I was like, what is he doing? He's supposed to be done. He's still going. But but that's what was cool. And and you modified your section to fit what the class needed. And that was exactly what we needed to do. And the, the class, like I said, there was a lot of participation in there. They had a lot of discussion on some of the stuff that was brought up. So that also helped kind of calm me down just a little bit so I didn't talk like an auctioneer. Yeah. Well, and the only thing, uh, you know, for us that I want to improve upon is, is as we do this, um, you know, we're the three of us are terrible about this, but, you know, we need to start recording some of this stuff, you know, taking pictures with the classes and stuff. I think that'd be cool just for, for keepsakes memories. I mean, yeah. I hope this isn't a one and done deal. Uh, I surely hope that we can get out in front of a lot more people. Um, so sure. it'd be kind of nice to start building that catalog. I think yep. I think they said maybe next year we'll get an invite back, so that's always something to look forward to. Well, and you know, like I said, the nice thing is, um, you know, speaking more towards the the eastern side of the state here, if you guys are just getting this wildland stuff and you're wanting a class specific for your department, your area, give us a call, text, email, something. And we can sit down with you and figure out exactly what your goals are. And then we can bring some Western knowledge to the Eastern side of the state to help you with that and help you with dealing with some of these fuel mitigations um, um, and, and tactics to help prevent these things from blowing up, you know, where possible. You know, there, I don't know that there's a whole lot of tactics on a 70 mile an hour wind day that's going to keep it from blowing up. It, it just is what it is, but... Well, there there could be just in like we talked fuel mitigation. I mean, that would one thing you could do. Yeah. So there's there's always options. It might not be that you can address it the day of the fire, but you know, if you pre-plan something, it might take care of itself, and you never have to worry about it in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 you know, we're still processing through you know a couple other courses that we're we're trying to get built um you know i don't know if everybody knows this and i know you guys kind of know this but i don't mind talking i i don't mind an audience you give me an audience and a platform but i'm I'm probably gonna talk quite a bit so (laughs) yeah i just found that out that you like to talk (laughs) just found it out yeah um but but i think you know that's that's what i like about this trio of people um is we got a diverse background with a common goal and we're all a little little different um but yet we can some of us are a lot more different than the others but but we can we can come together and build something that makes a lot of sense um that's educational and practical i mean the one thing 
This isn't a knock to NWCG whatsoever. They provide a lot of quality training. But a lot of this is based upon being on a 20-man hand crew or a big federal fire. Yep, in the mountains, you know, heavily forested area. And we want to focus more on Nebraska stuff. Yeah. What we fight. Yeah. The, the fires that we're on day in and day out that we see and – that's that's our goal is, is you know this training division of our our company now is um so just tailored to you mm-hmm. training tailored to you i like that it's a little catchy just yeah. made it up should sure go write, write that, that one down, down real quick so i can down. remember it <laughs> no but it, it is for me, it was it was humbling to have a full class and just the response that we got. I didn't know what to expect going into it, and at the end of the day, I I feel it was good. Well, and I think we brought some different perspectives. I mean, we've all done some sand tables before, and typically the scenario is, okay, your IC, here's your units, Here's your scenario. Okay, that's fine. But with our sand table or yarn table, I'm not sure which one we want to call it, but we brought some different aspects. We had some public. We had some non-fire personnel. You had some private residents. Um, you had some media. And and I'll never forget, and I don't want to spoil you know our little program we have, but uh, the one where I had to sit back and just start laughing. I think I was sitting with Kelsey was in the final scenario. You know, the incident commander was honed in. I mean, that, that gentleman was dialed in making some good calls. And, you know, we knew in that scenario, we wanted it to go to like a type three incident. We wanted the incident commander to be way overwhelmed and we wanted to pull him out away from it, create some divisions and be able to manage the scene from a distance. And uh, one of the participants um, was a, how do I want to put it, a very concerned neighbor that potentially could be in the way. And, you know, like I said, he was honed in, and he's just just ignoring this this homeowner and just ignoring her and ignoring her. And, And I told her, I said, I need you to be annoying. Like, I need you to be in his face. And she was just nonstop. Well, then that our, our media guy, he shows up and he's being annoying and he's in the face like, well, we hear on Facebook and we see this and we see that. And, you know, is this true? What this is really going on? And he's just carrying on. And he played the role perfect. And I just had to laugh because the incident commander was ignoring him. He was trying to stay focused on what he had going on. And then next thing I know, the media guy is interviewing this homeowner next to the incident commander. He finally looks over like, what in the world is going on here? And it's like, well, you might have to figure out how to address this because she's releasing whatever she wants to the media, and that wasn't a part of our scenario. Yep. But it worked perfect. I was laughing so hard when I seen that because, you know, you hate to say it, but sometimes there is false information that gets spread on big incidents. Yep. Well, and you, you look at even national news, and you start looking at some of these clips and the reporters, they will talk to anybody 
who who will listen. And if if the fire department or the incident commander or the PIO isn't in place to give out information that's good, they'll find it or make it up or or whatever. And I think I think we brought that element to light. And you know, unfortunately, I I agree with that. And unfortunately, where we're at, it seems like uh, it's about likes and shares, mm-hmm. and not quality. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I I would agree with that. <coughs> I I totally agree with that. That you know, that's what. I mean, maybe maybe the angry homeowner ranting and raving will get more likes and shares and go viral and 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 that's reality it is i mean it's it's real and and that's where you know when we were we were building those scenarios um you know on those those little index cards you know what i i sat down i started making a bunch of fire trucks and tenders and engines and command vehicles and things like that and then all of a sudden it's like wait a minute where's the public come into this mm-hmm Where's the farmer with his disc? Where's the rancher out in front of the head fire getting his cows? Yep. It's like there's more than just talking to fire trucks on a fire scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we need to elevate our training game to figure out how to deal with those. Well, and I think I think we've all of those roles and responsibilities that we brought into the sand sandtable exercise um, are people that we have dealt with seen utilized in in things that we've been involved with well and, and the students you know some of the ICs were were asking for things that we didn't have mm-hmm. and so we had to kind of make it up on the fly which yep. which was cool but it's like okay we need to we need to add tools to our toolbox now and and keep adding adding some elements and um you know, and, and that's what, you know, another thing too, like like you said, we wanted this thing to be tailored uh, around Nebraska volunteer firefighters. But honestly, I'll, I'll kind of expand upon that a little bit. I would say Western Kansas, Eastern Colorado, these rural areas, I don't know that the problem's any different than what we deal with just in Nebraska. Yep. And so I would, you know, any of the listeners out there that are thinking, well, I could be kind of interested in, in, in taking a look at this thing. Reach out to us, honestly. Reach out. Let's have a conversation and see if it's something that fits your department. Because, um, you know, we're not doing this to get rich. We're doing this to train firefighters, and yeah. and we want to share our knowledge. There is some costs involved with it, um, just with travel costs and everything else. But you know, we really, really want to get this training in the hands of a lot of people. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, and and, and thank you to uh, uh, the opportunity to teach. That, that was a huge step for us. So, Yep, it definitely was. We're ready to go. Call us up. Well, thank you guys for uh, tuning into this episode of the Midwest Firefighter. Hey, I, I want to ask everybody, um, if you are go to Apple, like our uh, podcast, rate it, put a comment in there. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.